0: Hello and thank you for downloading our podcast. Today we talk about the actor Matthew Perry and there are just a couple of things I want to clarify. Because we recorded this sort of ad hoc, there's a few things in this recording that are not quite accurate. One thing is the TV show that he uh, was in the pilot before Friends was actually called LAX2194 and uh, also I said that Netflix had paid billions for Friends to stream it. That wasn't actually quite right. I got that a little bit off. It was around $100 million and also the actor that was originally cast to play uh, or was originally selected to play uh, Chandler Bing was not Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria was involved in that discussion. He was friends with Matthew Perry and the other guy but the other guy was actually Craig Burko. Anyway hope you enjoy the rest of the episode knowing those updated facts Um, and uh, rest in peace, Matthew Perry.
1: Hello, thank you for joining us for a bonus episode of the Nicky and Picky podcast. I'm Nicky, and my co-host Picky is here as well. Hello. Today we wanted to talk about something more serious than our usual ramblings, uh, the passing of actor Matthew Perry, whom we all know from the American sitcom Friends. He passed away on October 28th, that was uh, just a few days ago. He was 54 years old. Um, Now I wasn't a fan of Friends, uh, which people are always surprised to hear. Uh, It wasn't that I thought it was bad, it wasn't that I hated it, Um, and I've seen a few episodes and I did think they were funny, so I get why people like it. I just personally wasn't, I just never felt compelled to watch it. And so I never became a fan. I never loved it like so many people do. So while I certainly, you know, I see how this is tragic and obviously it's very sad when someone, you know, someone that I did know as an actor passes away and, you know, he was relatively young. um, I don't feel the same sense of loss that I imagine fans of the show feel. Um, Like Picky, for example, you were, I mean, or you are a fan of the show, right?
0: Oh yeah, I love the show. Grew up with the show, been a fan of it. Love all the characters. One of the greatest sitcoms of all time. So, for me, you know, seeing one of the friends passing away is is quite sad. In fact, you were there when I saw the news. You remember we were talking at the time. Yeah. And yeah. uh, you know, as soon as I saw the headline that Sunday morning when I woke up and uh my reaction was just like, "Oh my god." Like it was it was one of those moments like uh, for me, when Robin Williams died as well, it was just, you know, yeah. I couldn't really kind of fully take it in and, and sort of believe that it was happening. You know, it was a bit of a, a strange one. And, um yeah, I mean, those characters for me have always been very special. And Chandler Bing especially was a character that I related to very much because yeah. of how awkward he was and, and how, you know, <laughs> he was funny and he was always making puns and he was... You know, was seen as the sort of silly one in the group, and kind of that's how I am as well. So he was always a character I could relate to. But when that show came out in 1994, I was only 13, I guess. So, um, oh. you know, it was one of those shows that everybody was watching. And this was at a time, you know, before you had your uh, recording facilities. I mean, you had VHS, obviously, you know, VCRs, and you could record on those, but for the most part, people didn't really do stuff like that, you know, unless it was something you were definitely not going to be home for. Um, it, it was, it was event TV. You would be at home, you would watch it, and then the next day you would talk about it. So being that age, you know, with everybody watching it, it was one of those things I wanted to, to watch myself so that I could talk about it with everybody else and not feel left out. And yeah, yeah I loved it, you know, and watched it for the whole 10 seasons and, um, each one of those characters, you know, for me and for millions of people around the world, really felt like they became our friends, you know? And obviously you didn't have that experience. Yeah. But uh, Yeah, I'm
1: like, well oh, I don't know, but Yeah. I, yeah, like I said, I didn't dislike it. I see why people liked it. I was older, um so gosh, how old would I would have been? How much older four hundred
0: years old I think you were at that time.
1: <laughs> I'm what f i am what think I'm five years older than you, so if you were thirteen, <laughs> I was around eighteen. I was in I would have been in college and I think it probably would have been you know less likely for me to dependably be like home to watch something every, I think it came out on Thursdays, right? I think I do remember that. Um, but yeah, so I didn't really watch it very much, but I, I definitely know how much people loved it. And I did hear people talking about it, but I just never became, um, just never really got hooked on it. I, did, I will say, though, that Chandler was my favorite character, just, you know, having limited kind of exposure to them. Definitely, I always thought Chandler was the funniest. I liked him the best. So he was always the one that stood out to me out of everyone. Yeah
0: absolutely yeah and, and a lot of people say that you know and, and they feel that uh, he was the one they could really relate to because he was awkward you know and, and that's exactly what I've said too you know he was the character I related to but um, we almost didn't have Matthew Perry as Chandler Bink because originally he wasn't the uh, person that they reached out to for it you know originally they had intended yeah. to cast him I believe it, well there's various sources about all this stuff but this week what I've heard is obviously quite a lot about Matthew Perry and a lot of these stories about friends so if any of this is incorrect then take it from the, the fact that I got it from From elsewhere, you know, but um, the news I've been hearing is things like he was originally intended to be cast, perhaps as Ross Geller, you know, which of course went to David David Schwimmer in the end, Uh, and you can't imagine anybody else playing that role either. And and that's one of the things about this show, you know, it's like many shows, of course, you can't imagine anybody else in the role, you you know, that's how it is, and you cannot imagine anybody else being Chandler Bing. But uh, Matthew Perry, when he got the script for this show that was going around. At the time, it was called Friends Like Us, you know, and it was going around Hollywood. And and he just read it and he knew that was him, you know. And uh, he was saying to people, this is me, this is me. Now, at the time, he had just signed up for a TV show called LAX, uh, I think it was LAX 2049, something like that. And uh, yeah, so this was a show that never actually really went anywhere. But the story behind that is he had signed up for it. He was going to be playing a baggage handler in the future at an airport. Uh, I assume it was supposed Wait, to be a comedy. Did he say
1: in the future.
0: In the future, that's right. So it was set in the future. That's why it was called LAX 2049 or something. um oh. Yeah. Now, now <laughs> Matthew Perry himself tells this story very well. You know, if you want to go and look at it on YouTube, you know, it's a great uh, story that he gives um, during an interview thing. But um, essentially, he was kind of signed up for that role. So when it came to casting him in any other roles, he couldn't do it because he'd already committed to this other series that was going to be getting made. And Mm -hmm. he had all these friends in Hollywood who were all looking at this character of Chandler Bing and they were coming to him to get advice about how to read the part, how to, how to perform it at the audition because they knew as they were reading it that that was Matthew Perry. That they just knew, Mm -hmm. I know this guy, this is Matthew Perry. So they went to him to get advice. How would you say this line? How would you read it? How would you, how would you stand? How would you move? And he had to basically, instruct other people you know how to play the character that he knew he was born to play but he was too late because he'd signed up for this other series and eventually what happened was um i think he mentioned it was hank azaria actually you know the other famous actor um who is that the right name hank azaria did i got that right the
1: guy from uh
0: simpsons the simpsons yeah all that kind of stuff is that right hank azaria yeah yeah. um but basically he was going to be he was offered the role of chandler Bing. And uh, he was also offered a role on another TV show. I can't remember which one now. But he went to Matthew Perry and he said, look, which one do you think I should take? Should I take this one in Friends Like Us? Or should I take this role in this other show? And they talked about it. And and Matthew Perry, being a decent guy, he didn't try and dissuade his friend from taking the role that he knew he should take. Because he knew the big role was going to be Chandler Bing. So he encouraged him to take the role of Chandler Bing. And anyway, Hank decided to go for the other one. So, as soon as uh, Matthew Perry found out that Hank had gone for the other one, he realised that that Chandler Bing role was still open. Now... They were going to start shooting this or rehearsing it, I think, on the Monday. And this was something like the Thursday or the Friday, right? So, he got mm-hmm. straight on the phone to his agent. And as he tells it, you have to remember, at that time, you didn't have mobiles. It was all pay phones. You know, we didn't have mobiles in 1994, you know, like we do today. So, he, he had to rush off to a pay phone, go on the phone to his agent and say, listen, that part, I know it is still available. Get me in front of them to do this. I need to do this role. And what had happened was they realised he was signed up for this other show, that uh, one about the baggage handler, but it was one of those shows that they realised also wasn't going to actually go anywhere beyond the pilot, so okay. because they recognised it probably wasn't going to get picked up, they were able to take him from that show and put him on Friends. And the rest is history, wow. you know? Um and that's sort of the the story behind that. Um, as I say, Matthew Perry tells it a lot better if anybody wants to go and listen to it on YouTube. It's a great interview. Um, but uh, he, he tells it very well. But yeah, you just can't imagine somebody like Hank Azaria playing that role, can you? You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, obviously I can't. But the other thing too is I've heard a lot of people refer to him as a comedic genius. And I didn't watch the show enough to see that. I mean, I certainly thought he was funny. But do you feel that he could should be considered a comedic genius like is that something you felt about him
0: i um i wouldn't say he was and i wouldn't say he wasn't because i didn't know him enough mm-hmm. out, like personally obviously and i didn't know enough of his work to kind of comment on mm-hmm. that but i do know that he was the only uh, cast member where the writers would let him sit in because he would come up with stuff that they could include in the show that they thought was very funny. And also, when they were filming the shows, the episodes, obviously they do it in front of a live audience, and I don't know if you've ever seen a sitcom being recorded, but they'll often film a scene, and they'll stop it, and the writers will get together, and they'll work out, how can we make that funnier, can we change that line? And and they'll do that and refilm it again, and do this over and over until they get it right. Which is one of the reasons why... Uh, some sitcoms have what they call canned laughter. It's not because it's not it's not because it's um not recorded in front of a live audience. It's because once the audience has seen the joke the first time, by the fifth or sixth time, they're just not laughing as much, you know. So they have to add canned laughter to kind of fill out a bit to give the impact of the joke. But essentially at that point as well, you know, Matthew Perry would come over with the writers and he would say, "Listen, I think this would sound great." And he'd throw that idea out there and they would say, "Yeah, we love it." And that way he would go. And also there are a lot of scenes in Friends I know you probably haven't seen these, but there's a lot of scenes in Friends where, um, Matthew Perry would do something that was, it normally would be considered an outtake, but they actually kept it in because it was so funny, you know, and, and mm. I guess perhaps that's where people are coming from when they're talking about him being a, a comedic genius. Um, but, uh, also, I mean, as a As a person you know he was quite funny from what I can gather you know if you listen to people who knew him personally and met him and dated him and all this kind of stuff, they always talk about his humor he was funny, he was intelligent he was uh very witty uh one of the reasons he would be invited by the writers into the room to to talk about you know what they could write because of his wit you know he he was famous for it and if you ever seen him being interviewed uh, again as well, he's always uh very witty and intelligent and funny, so comedic genius. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It depends what your, yeah. your, your, uh, your idea of a comedic genius is. You know, for some people, he absolutely is. For some people, he won't be anywhere near it. But for me, I'd say he's in the middle ground, I suppose. I can understand why people would think that. I can understand why people wouldn't think it. So I, I don't know if I would go as far as to say that. But again, it's just a personal opinion. Um, but of course, after Friends, well, before Friends, you know, he kind of, did a little bit here and there, guest roles on different shows. And then after Friends, that's when things, you know, he didn't really ever appear on anything as important again as Friends. You could argue, actually, that none of them have, in theory, you know. But, of course, somebody like yeah. Jennifer Aniston has gone on to great things. You know, she, she does, she's done a lot since uh, Friends. Um, but the rest of them, you know, they've been successful in other ways. You know, like Matt LeBlanc, for example, has done a bit more television stuff. I know he did Top Gear over here for example. Uh, David Schwimmer went into a lot of directing, I believe, and uh, producing, that sort of thing. Um, And Lisa Kudrow, she's done little bits and pieces here and there. Um, So, Matthew Perry, he kind of went on to another show that I absolutely adore, which is called Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Right? I remember that. Do you remember that show? Okay, so that was a show that was written by Aaron Sorkin, who, of course, is very famous for things like the West Wing as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was at a time... Similar to, do you remember the show 30 Rock? When yeah, I remember came they
1: came out at the same time.
0: That's right. So they came out at the same time. 30 Rock was more a sitcom style of that whole inside yeah. TV, behind scenes of a Saturday Night Live type show. And um, Studio 60 was meant to be a more serious take on that, you know. And Matthew Perry was in it. And it wasn't on very long. I can't remember if it was one or two seasons. Um, I've got the DVDs somewhere. I remember watching it when it came out. I absolutely loved that show. And Matthew Perry is brilliant in it, you know. I was sorely disappointed when they cancelled it because I felt it had such a future. You know, the legs on that thing could have been great, you know. And especially when you consider Mm -hmm. the cast and and Aaron Sorkin was the one writing it, it it should have gone for at least another two, three, maybe four seasons. You know, that was a a great opportunity for that. But I guess the figures weren't there. They cancelled it and and that was it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he was in some movies too. You know things like the whole nine yards. is it, I think. Um, and then the whole uh, ten yards, all that kind of stuff. Um, have you got a list um, there of anything he was in, or? Um,
1: yeah, like I actually have his whole filmography on Wikipedia. Um, so, like going back to kind of when he started, it's funny because I'm looking at some of the movies he was in before he was on Friends. And one of them is this movie that I always think about. I was actually just thinking about the other day, this movie called She's Out of Control. It stars Tony Danza. I don't know if you know who that is from that, from an 80s sitcom called Who's Mm -hmm. the Boss? Do you remember that
0: guy? Um, No, but the only reason I know Tony Danza is because of Friends. (laughs) Oh, really? Ironically, yeah. No, he wasn't in Friends as far as I know, but there's a scene where... um, phoebe is singing tiny dancer by elton john but when she gets to that line about tiny dancer she goes hold me closer tony dancer you know and and that's the <laughs> that's only time funny. i've ever heard of tony Danza. Other outside of that yeah. i don't know who he is i don't think he's been popular over here you know that show you mentioned I, I don't think we had that here in britain as far as i can remember
1: okay yeah it was a movie and i just remember it was one of those movies that i caught when i was younger and for some reason i always think about it because it was so silly I, you know, but for some reason, I think about it. And I was, so I was looking at his filmography and I was like, oh my gosh, he was in that. Um, when he, you know, he was, this was 1989, so he must have been pretty young. He was in that movie, Fat Man and a Little Boy, which was about, you know, the, um, developing the first nuclear weapons, which I remember that. Um, so he's, you know, he's, was been, has been kind of in a lot of these movies, you know, um, I mean, he'd been in a few things before he got friends. And then, but afterwards, the movies, like, They're mostly movies that I kind of remember, but I don't think I ever watched. There's that fool's rush in movie with Salma Hayek. Like I remember when that came out, there's that movie serving Sarah, which he was in with um, Elizabeth Hurley. Again, I remember that come out coming out. I remember like when I see the picture of it, the poster for it, I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember that. But I don't think I ever really watched any of these movies. Um, But like looking at his work after friends, I mean, he kind of did a lot, but you're right. Like other than Studio 60, um, it's, it, it's a lot of sort of recurring roles or guest roles. There's something called Mr. Sunshine that he did uh, 11, 13 episodes, but I think it was maybe yeah. canceled before. Um, something called Go On that he had 22 episodes Again
0: and, again like you say, these are things I've never heard of never seen you know yeah. and in the movies I'm aware of some of the names cuz obviously they came out and they were popular with with the, the the viewers but I personally have never seen them you know it, it wasn't things I, remember I watched
1: this. he was in a, uh the odd couple like I think it was maybe like a reboot or something of the odd couple and I remember this I don't I think it was one of those things or I was like, I gotta watch that. That looks good, but I never got around to it, and then it was canceled before I did. But it had three seasons. Mm-hmm. It starred Matthew Perry, and then Thomas Lennon, who's from Reno Nine One One, who I just love. He was in that comedy troupe the day Evette um, Nicole Brown was in it. So this was something I re- Wendell Pierce from The Wire. Wow. Um, so yeah, I remember thinking, oh, I gotta watch that show. That looks good. I think it may have gotten you know um, good reviews. But, yeah, I guess it was cancelled before I ever got around to it. But that was uh, 2015 to 17, 38 episodes.
0: You see, I I haven't even heard of that. So I don't know if it ever reached our shores. And if it did, it completely passed me by. And, And you mentioning it. No idea, you know, I, I, I've never yeah, i never heard mean, that. And it's a shame because I, he, he probably took pride in that sort of role, you know, and wanted it to be yeah, big. Yeah,
1: because, I mean, do you are you familiar with the concept of the odd couple?
0: I, I've seen the film, uh, the first one, I think, okay. you know, the the original. So I've got a rough idea have what it's about.
1: Yeah, so it looks, like, I mean, I would assume he played, uh, I would assume he played Oscar, the one who's, oh, no, no. I was going to say I assumed he played Felix, the one who's uptight, but he played Oscar. The one who is not uptight. Oh, that's,
0: See, that's it fun. is interesting though, because when you mentioned it, I did first think he probably played the uptight one. And uh, he yeah, didn't. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's what I was thinking. So, and yeah, then I, I yeah. saw it, it's like Oscar. And, um, although, I guess now that I think of it, Thomas Lennon, if you know who he is, he does also make sense as a Felix. But mm. So honestly, I would like to find that and check it out, because I know, it sounds good.
0: Sounds good. And it sounds like it ran for a good period of time as well. Um, But um, moving away from the sort of side of that, you know, acting and and things like that, of course, Matthew Perry also had a very uh, difficult time you know, with regards to addiction to alcohol and and pills and things like that. Um, And uh, also, you know, his personal health, you know, he suffered in in a lot of ways too for that. Um, And he said himself, I think when you watch Friends, you know, when he's, I think he said when he's bigger, that's uh, alcohol and when he's thinner, that's pills or the other way around. I can't remember which is which, but he knew, you know, and I think that's one of the reasons why he never really watched them himself because he would see... He would it would remind him of the thing he was going through you know and, and the the mm. addiction he was facing and, and the the trouble he was going through at that time, so I think he said in an interview he'd never watched them, but one day he wanted to sit and watch them and and you know kind of go through them. I don't know if he ever got that chance, but uh you know it would yeah. be nice to think that he got to see some of it at least you know to understand the 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 impact that that show had for for millions of people because of course today friends is still um a massive show around the world, you know it's shown in yeah. m- many countries and and almost any time of day you can turn it on somewhere and and watch it and Netflix paid i think billions of of dollars to have the rights to show it on there um because it's that big a show still and this is thirty years later and early after it started, you know and not a lot of shows have that sort of impact um but Matthew Perry went through a lot of difficulties in his in his time and his life and um I learned from a lot of the interviews this week that actually he, because of what he went through, he helped a lot of people, you know, who would come to him and say, listen, I'm struggling with alcohol or or pills or whatever it is. Can you help me? And he would do it. You know, he would make it his personal goal to help these people, no matter who they were, where they came from. He would always check in and all these people are coming through and saying, you know what, it's because of him I'm here. It's because of him that I'm sober. Uh, he, yeah. he got me through. You know, he wasn't just one of these people who said, yeah, yeah, I'll get you through, no problem, anytime, and then disappeared. You know, he was there um, when he said he would be. You know, I, I, ironically, again, getting back to friends, I'll be there for you. You know, he kind of lived that song you know, which was the, the theme tune for friends. And he was there for people and he said himself that that's what he wants to be remembered for. You know, he knows that friends is the big thing people are going to talk about. And of course we've talked about that on the podcast today as well. But he said himself that he wants to be remembered as the guy who helped other people. You know, he wants to be the guy that was there for people and, and supported them and, and, um, helped them through difficult challenges. So I think, um, that's a great way to maybe end the, the episode today, you know, is just to yeah. remember him as the guy who helped people who are alive now, although he has sadly passed away. There are people who are alive right now because of Matthew Perry, you know, which is a great legacy to leave, I think, you know, regardless of everything yeah. else that he'd done and all the other massive achievements that he'd had and uh, all of the accolades and, and all the respect and, and things. I think just to be known as that is a beautiful way to be remembered. You know, wouldn't you agree?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah. Um, But obviously a sad story this week. You know, a lot of people uh, maybe listening to this, of course, affected as well by it. And uh, it was quite a bit of a, a shock death. But he wouldn't want us to be all sad. I don't think. You know, I think he would be saying, hey, go watch an episode of Friends, laugh, you know, have a good time. It's fine. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah. But thanks everybody for listening. You know, we really appreciate that. We just wanted to get a little bonus episode out just to uh, pay our condolences to to Matthew Perry because I, as a big fan, felt that that was uh, something I really wanted to do. And, you know, Nikki has has kindly gone along with it. Um, But we'll get back to regular episodes very soon. So keep hitting that subscribe button and uh, follow along and when new episodes are released then you will have them in your podcast app or your computer or wherever it is that you listen but is there anything else you want to say nikki just before we go or are you quite happy that we've kind of done what we need no, to do today that's
1: great yeah i feel like that was a nice way to end it
0: fantastic um yeah. okay well yeah. thanks everybody bye-bye for now all
1: right thank you bye